Hey, the Washington football team that classified best podcast that's out there. You know we got some good people like Eric and Ellie, they on there. We know Washington football team, the best team out there, and we don't care. They used to talk about how we ain't make it to the players, but boy, did y'all go there? Let's talk about Chase Young getting them sacks. Let's talk about Gibson running it back. Let's talk about Terry Lawrence scoring touchdowns every time he catching that pass. Let's talk about Rupert Foster, how he's sitting there waiting for somebody to run that slant. Let's talk about Kim Fuller, how many picks he got. Yeah, the boy be still in the pass. six. Hey, welcome back to the Washington football team declassified podcast. It is I, your host, L.E. Brian is on the road, but he is with us. What's happening, Brian? Not too much. Another victory, three in a row. How are you guys? We are doing well. We got Eric back in the studio. He is off the road. Eric, what's happening? I am in the studio tonight. That's right. That's the best. That's all I got. (laughs) That's all we need. You, Just as useless, but useless in front of a microphone. Yeah, what's the quote? Of Every, AirPods. <laughs> everything we need is in this podcast, like Ron Rivera said. Anyway, um, hey, shout out to everybody for checking out the site. I think we had over a thousand or close to a thousand looks at our, the posts that we put up in the oh, last wow. six or so days combined. Um, and that's we appreciate that because we're still figuring out how we're going at this, but uh, we love the love so to speak, but there will be a lot more coming and uh, stay locked in bookmark it, add it to your favorites, do whatever you got to do. Check back every week. There's going to be something new there. So uh, kudos to everybody for that. As always, if you are not subscribed yet, take a moment to do that. We had a uh, host of new subscribers last week, which was beautiful to see. Welcome. We are glad to have you. Let's talk Seattle. Brian, who done it? Who done it? Another awesome one this week. The entire offensive line in Antonio Effing Gibson. He did it. The offensive line did it. They all did it together. That group with Antonio Gibson's physical running dominated the game for us. It really set the tone for how the game was going to turn out. And by the end of it, with our offensive line just kind of beating on their defensive linemen, over and over again the Seahawks defenders didn't want to touch Gibson by the end of the game I mean they there were there were plays where they 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 pulled up they didn't want to hit Gibson because of 29 carries 111 yards wore on them the entire game the physicality there was the uh, the play on the sideline where Gibson had to bounce it and he had to run down the sideline uh DJ Reed cornerback for the Seahawks uh he loaded up uh, to uh, lay right into Gibson. He just bounced off like a fly and went into the sideline and Gibson just stared at him. And that was a moment that, you know, if you're a defender and you load up to hit somebody and it doesn't even affect them, I mean, that's kind of deflating. And I think that set the tone. Uh, the offensive line set the tone and we opened up some big holes. Antonio Gibson, excellent, excellent, excellent. Seven catches, 35 yards a two-point conversion um, really kind of set the tone for everything and laid, um, you know, kind of the the groundwork for what we did offensively, which I know we're going to talk about it, but was awesome. Uh, so that's who done it. The, that entire group right there, the offensive line and Gibson together, uh, was just excellent. It was fun to watch that. Yes, it was a very enjoyable Monday Night Football game where we felt like we were in control the entire time. It was a beautiful thing. Eric, give me your thoughts on the game. Let me just tell you, this final score is one thing. They didn't look super, super impressive. They should have dropped 50, as you guys thought they were going to do against that team because the Seattle team is very, very bad. 
That's just not a very good football team at this point. So say what you will about the final score and how they looked on the field. Here's what I'm going to tell you. This was a Monday night home game, and they were wearing burgundy on burgundy uniforms, and they won. This team can accomplish anything. That's like Mr. Miyagi <laughs> catching the fly and the chopsticks. This team won in red on red, which I've never seen happen. They usually just crap all over themselves when they wear those uniforms. And Monday night at home, which they haven't done in 12 years, whatever, however long it's been. Uh, this is, I mean, despite what the score was, despite how they, you know, they should have scored a lot more points than they did. The sky is the limit for this team as far as I'm concerned because they were able to do something that they've never done before. So good on them, and I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. The sky is the limit from Eric. The sky and- is the limit. Wow, we are on fire today. You're winning five Super Bowls in a row if you win a new uniform. <laughs> Eric, update us on your Heineke meter. Where are we at today? I'm about where I was last week. I'm in the uh, first-class car. I'm not yet driving the train because I still think he's a very good backup quarterback and he's the best thing that we have going for us. Uh, So I'm not driving the hype train. I don't think he's our long-term starter yet, but I am uh, well-suited. I've got a very good seat uh, in a comfortable cabin uh, all by myself. So I'm very excited about Heineke and where we're at. A little temperature-controlled cabin there. You got your feet up. (laughs) Yes, I do. A little recliner seat. They even gave me the fancy little uh, socks that you can just put on. (laughs) so You don't have to sully your feet. (laughs) <laughs> or get your socks dirty, put the socks over your socks. I never got the point of that, but it's because I'm not rich. <laughs> you are rich with talent, Eric. Hey, um, you know, for me, not a lot has changed in terms of like long-term projection. I think these are separate arguments. I'm not going to venture into the long-term conversation because it's not the time for that right now. This team is winning, um, you know, and we've won three consecutive games and, I feel like we're just in a period of enjoyment at this point. You can address the long-term and the off-season, what have you. But I will say this. Since the bye week, they have learned to trust the ground game. And they have – so you remember when Rivera made those comments about Heineke being a game manager and not playing outside? I think they finally figured out how to have him be a game manager and still somewhat be himself. And I think that's why this is working. He's playing within the offense. They're not asking him to do too much, but when he gets opportunities to do a lot, he's taking advantage of them. That's all you can ask for right now. That is tremendous. That is great. That's how you beat teams that are in that bad to mediocre range. It works that way. It's fantastic. I'm very happy with what I saw on Monday Night Football. You know, a big step forward for Heineke. Uh, It's a small play that you will probably don't even remember, but he got a chance to scramble near the goal line and he got down to the three yard line and he slid instead of diving for the pylon. And that's a huge play for him. I don't even know if they scored on that drive probably didn't, but just the fact that he didn't try to, I think even Brian greasy made a point of like trying to win the game instead of win every play. That was a great point um, by the announcers, but that's, that's, that was an example of it. That was a play that, you know, earlier this year, he would have tried to make a huge play and score a touchdown right there. But instead he just uh, lived to fight another day. And I thought that was a huge step for him. Yeah. That's a fantastic point. This team is starting to remind me a lot of the 20, uh, I forget the specific year, but one of those years where, you know, we won a bunch, a bunch of games on the back end of the season and the defense came together just well enough to make that happen. Except for, I feel like the defense is getting together a lot quicker and the offense is doing just enough to make that happen. So who knows? I mean, you know, we got a lot of games left with the extended season that we have. 
anything can happen. So I think it's just, it's time to just enjoy the ride. And like I said, figure out the long-term after the season's over with, but enjoy what we have here because it looks like it's going to be a fun December. My biggest concern coming out of that game is the injury to the team MVP, Joey Sly. And the play, I, I hate this about turnovers. And uh, I know it was a blocked field goal, but situations like that. In my opinion, quarterbacks and kickers should never, ever, ever be chasing anyone down in any of those plays. If the only person that can stop somebody from scoring is your quarterback, give up the touchdown. Same for your kicker. You only got one of those. Give up the touchdown, give up the run back, whatever it is. Keep your players healthy. That's my take on that. My take yeah. is kickers should stretch. <laughs> you know, they, you know, he is chasing down a play, which you do, generally you wouldn't think a kicker does, but you you got to understand kickoffs. I mean, there's a very solid potential that he might have to chase after somebody on a kickoff too. I don't know, man. He just, it was, it was a bad look. He just blew his hamstring out. That, that hamstring, that looked like that's a season ender from what I, from what I could tell. Cause he dropped like third period French, man. <laughs> he hit the ground <laughs> quick. He was running and said, nope, that hamstring. And I, and as a, you know, Ellie, you were a track guy. I was a track guy. I think that's, that certainly happened to me. I don't know if it happened to you before, but when that happens, you know, and uh, it's over, like you're not running anymore for a while when that happens. So, <laughs> Uh, and that that pathetic kickoff he tried, uh, you know, when he came back out, like you yeah. know, you knew he was done. Um, so get well soon, Joey. Yeah, we'll see I'm you surprised. In training camp probably. I'm surprised at you guys that Joey Sly. Yeah, that's a that's a bad injury. It's a he's an important player, but it's got to be McKissick, right? McKissick has two touchdowns. He is, by himself is a big play uh, guy, and, and for an offense like ours that uh, has struggled with the first part of the year, we're now finally starting to find our groove. Um, you know, running, but uh, I mean, he was awesome yesterday. And then, I mean, I almost thought he, uh, he looked like he didn't move there for a few minutes uh, when he got hit, when he went down, that really scared me uh, because he's got such a specialized, um, you know, skill set on the team. Like there's not really another person who can do what McKissick does and, and do it as well as he, uh, he can. I mean, you can put Patterson in there, but he's not going to be, as explosive or probably as productive and you know even Gibson to a lesser extent can do some of those things but not necessarily everything so that for me that was the big one well when I saw him go down like that, that really scared me yeah yeah I think he was okay um I mean I don't know where he's at as far as the concussion <laughs> protocol goes but I know he was walking around after the game and he tweeted out he was okay and all that stuff so we'll, you know we'll see what that gets us but hopefully that's not too serious and we'll see him on the field sooner than later Correct. He's in concussion protocol. Sly is only, uh, they put him on IR to come back, though. They're expecting him to come back later this year. We'll see. They said three weeks uh, for yeah. Sly, so hopefully, uh, you know, okay. hopefully it uh, gets better. That didn't look like a three-week a three week when he dropped like a sack of flour, though. That looked like a, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. You never know. I mean, they, they, can say, they can say three weeks. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, how many weeks did they say it was for Curtis Samuel? Oh, all of them. went there. You <laughs> yeah. went there. <laughs> we'll the, uh, the kickoff get well was, soon, Joey. That kickoff was something else. I saw that. I was like, what? Yeah, get off the field. Yeah, you don't yeah. need to be out there. But he couldn't even, like, run up to the ball. He was, like, three steps away. Yeah, he kicked it and went full boys to men, straight bending <laughs> on that one. <laughs> all right. So, uh, good win all around, right? Cheers, cheers to the Washington football team for that. 
hey, in the NFL, you don't get weeks off except for your bye week. So we got to go to Vegas this week, the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, so a quick, a few quick points on the Raiders. Uh, they have Deshaun Jackson now, uh, which they didn't a few weeks ago, and he had a pretty good game in his first game back. He had uh, three catches, 100-plus yards, a touchdown. Some of that was on just terrible defense uh, against the Cowboys, but he's a factor. He's a deep threat. I don't think that we faced a lot of true deep threats this year. I will be very interested to see how we defend that. Tyler Lockett's, oh. Tyler Lockett's kind of a middle-range guy who, who makes things happen. He's a pure speed guy, so I'm very interested to see that. What are you going to say, Eric? He was injured. This He's already injured. Uh, he was limited in practice today. So uh, typical Deshaun Jackson, we may not even see him next week. He could deteriorate through the end of the week and not even show up like he's done so many times in his career. Or he could come out and catch for 180 yards and three touchdowns. We yeah. shall see. We shall see. The other big piece that they're missing is their tight end, Darren Waller, who had a knee injury, but I think it's not expected to be serious. But I have serious doubts about him playing this week. That looked ugly, didn't it? It did. Any injury did not look good. He was also out. He did not practice today. That's correct. So there's there's certainly some concerns there. All right. Eric, give me your 10,000-foot view of the Raiders. Um, the Raiders look like a typical Jay Gruden Washington football team where they throw it all over the place and don't play defense. Um, so – It'll be an interesting matchup. It could be a very high scoring game because you saw they looked, I mean, they looked fantastic against Dallas offensively, at least. Um, and, you know, there's potentially more of that to come depending on how their weapons are doing. If, you know, Deshaun Jackson is able to go, if Waller can come back. Uh, so they're a scary offensive team. They can also be uh, susceptible to what Washington does best, which is they give up the run. I think they're 20, 25th, I want to say, in, in rushing. I checked earlier. Uh, yeah, 25th against the run. Um, so that bodes well for what Washington likes to do. So I think this could be a this is, this could be a high scoring game. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a blowout because I think I don't think Oakland's defense can compete with what Washington Oakland Las Vegas's defense can compete with what Washington does best. Uh, and Washington could potentially control the tempo of the game if they can play relatively mistake free on offense as they've done for the past few weeks. I like it. So it sounds positive. Brian, do you have any major concerns going into this Raiders game? Yeah, it's just uh, the Raiders, uh, their offense can be very explosive. Even though they are mainly a pass-oriented team, there's not much there uh, in the running game, uh, whether they decide to use Jacobs or not. Um, they can they can put up a point. They can put up a lot of points. And uh, regardless of whether Deshaun Jackson plays, uh, it doesn't matter. They still have other ways. They have a good offense. They have a good scheme. Uh, they can get guys open. Uh, and Carr certainly has the ability to get outside the pocket, to buy time in the pocket and find those deep shots. So uh, we're going to be really, um, you know, against it. We've got to stay disciplined, uh, especially in the secondary, right? Like Bobby McCain can't continue to have lapses where he doesn't pick up the man that he's supposed to pick up and Tyler Lockett runs free for a 50 yard, um, you know, uh, completion. Um, we can't, that can't do that uh, because if the Raiders start to get Raiders feel like one of those teams where if they get hot, then they're fully vested, right? They, they, they will be into it and they will fight all four quarters. Uh, but they also feel like a team, if um, you take them out of it in the first quarter, they're not going to put up 
much fight after that because if you look at some of their losses, uh, it's like they, you know, they got punched in the mouth early in the game and then they checked out for the rest of it. So, um, you know, I think that's going to be important. We've got to stay disciplined. And if Landon Collins his foot, um, I don't know if um, if he if he'll be fine by um, you know game time or or if DeShazer is going to go in there or if since he's playing a, a more linebacker role, if that means um, Jamin Davis will play more uh, instead. Um, then, uh, you know, we're, we're just going to need to be really sound uh, uh, in the past game because they're going to stress us. They're going to test us because they, they, they do have a good scheme and they have a really good quarterback. Indeed, they do. And, uh, you know, I feel like look, last week I went into that game feeling like we're going to beat Seattle. And I knew that going into the game. I was very confident about that. The 50 points was a bit of an exaggeration, um, but I didn't think there was any way we'd lose. This game I feel a little bit different about. I feel like this is going to be something that will be ultimately decided late in the fourth quarter. Um, the, you know, this game is the type of game where I think you're going to have to come out and establish your identity early on. And we've been a run team lately. Eric, you mentioned it. They're getting gashed on the ground. We cannot go away from that, I think, for the entirety of the game because you accomplish two things at one time. Number one, you're imposing your will, you're moving the ball, you know, you're, you're tearing up the yards, getting to the end zone. Number two, you're keeping their high-powered offense off of the field. And I think both of the things are going to be necessary to be successful on Sunday. Um, and again, if Waller can't go, they're a little bit of a different offense. They can still play, but Waller is such a huge factor for them. Um, all right, let's get into our position look here. I'm going to start with coaches since I tend to forget that every time <laughs> we have uh, Ron Rivera as our head coach, who's sort of leading the uh, inspirational second half of the season. Um, players seem to really be buying into what he's, he's selling right now. Um, and of course the Raiders had John Gruden, uh, who is no longer with the team. And now they have Rich Basaccia. Who, Bisaccia. That's my guy. Um, it's a good name. And actually, you know, the Raiders have done fairly well. Uh, all things considered, with as much drama as they've endured as a franchise, to be where they are right now, um, have not fallen apart, I think is really a testament to the job that Bisaccia has done for them. Eric, who are you giving the edge to in the coaching department for the Raiders? I mean, <laughs> for this matchup. Freudian slip there, Kelly. Yeah, we know who you're going with. Uh, no, I'm going to go with Washington. You've got a more established coaching staff. Rich Versace is uh, potentially, I know he's been a head coaching candidate in the past, coming out of the special team side. Uh, very good special teams coach uh, who has gotten attention in the past, but he's uh, an interim head coach and I never go with them. So Ron Rivera gets my vote this week. Brian, do you agree? Oh, I agree that uh, Rivera gets the uh, gets the nod. I think, uh, I mean, he's levels above anything uh, Basaccia uh, is either doing or can provide. I, I, I don't agree that Basaccia brings anything to the table. Um, I think any kind of semblance of unity or togetherness that the team is showing is really just based around the players that they have and, um, you know, whatever veteran leadership that they have. I, I think the Raiders are going to fall apart here over these last uh, couple of games here of, of the season. 
Um, they just, in some of their losses, they just look so disinterested once they, uh, they, uh, they, they fall behind. Uh, if, uh, if we allow them like what we did with the Seahawks, we, we, I said last time that uh, we, we've got to keep a team down. Like we can't let them gain confidence. If we let the, the Raiders get up on us, it, it's going to be a tough one. Um, if we, if we do what we've been doing, I think, uh, I think we'll be fine. I think Rivera is the guy to do that. And I think he's way better than Basaccia. Uh, uh, well, bring it strong, Brian. Why don't you? You don't really respect these Raiders at all, do you? No, not at all. <laughs> For me, I think, I don't think there's a hotter coaching staff coming out of the last two weeks of the bye week than our staff. Uh, so I'm going to go with Washington on this one. If you'd asked me maybe three or four weeks ago, I would have given you a different answer. Uh, but I am going to go Washington here. Um, all right, let's get into our positional matchups. And as I go through this, I'm looking up some additional information. But uh, quarterback, they got Derek Carr. Uh, Carr is 79.1 PFF rating for the year. So that's pretty good. Um, and I say quarterback, and I mean passing attack. They have Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro on the year is actually 78.3 for his PFF rating. And you're going to see across the board, their offense is usually in the 70s or 80s uh, in terms of PFF rating. They have Zay Jones. They have Brian Edwards. Those are their receiving core. Um, Darren Waller might be out. We don't know yet. It's just too early. We'll know something if he doesn't practice on Friday. His backup is Foster Moreau. Um, and then, of course, our secondary, who's been playing a lot better recently, uh, we, have, can, we have Fuller. We got uh, our guy, Danny Johnson, who's been playing over Benjamin St. Juice lately. That's an interesting switch. Uh, we have McCain. You know, we, we include Landon Collins in this, but he's really been playing in the box so much that I think he actually belongs with the other grouping as of right now. Uh, and, of course, Cam Curl and William Jackson the third. Eric, who are you giving the advantage to in the passing attack? Yeah, I, I really like the Raiders' passing attack. Um, Carr. When he has, when he's on, Carr is really good, uh, and he's got some very solid weapons there. Uh, our our defense has been better, but Bobby McCain is still getting his Troy Apke on with the flat, getting caught flat-footed. It's getting really old, uh, so I'm going to have to give the edge to the Raiders passing game. Brian, where you at with it? Now, I, yeah, it, it's the same for me because of Bobby McCain, like. Um, with an experienced veteran quarterback like Derek Carr, Derek Carr is going to find him. Like he's watching that film right now, laughing. He's like, they're going to roll out Tubby McCain against me. Are you kidding me? He's going to find him and he's going to abuse him. Whether it's, um, I, I always want to call him Brad Renfro. I know it's Hunter Renfro. Uh, Hunter Renfro is a really good receiver, very underrated. People take him lightly. And then he ends up with several big catches and big plays in the game. Um, so, I got to go with the Raiders on this one. I don't want to. I want to pick our guys, but Bobby McCain is just – he's just too much. We got to get him out of there. I'm going to go with uh, Washington here, and I'm being genuine about that. I think the defense is playing well enough, especially in the secondary. Now, I know Tyler Lockett had a big game against us, but he does against a lot of people. If, if Waller doesn't go – that's my condition on this one. If Waller doesn't go, I'm going to give the edge to Washington. If he goes – I'm going to give the edge to uh, Vegas on this one. So um, because he's doubtful at this point, 
I'm going to go with Washington. I trust their secondary a lot more than I did a few weeks ago. So I think, you know, like we said before, it's going to be close either way, but I'm just going to give the edge to uh, Washington. All right. Their run game, Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake is their backup. Uh, let's see. They have Colton Miller's their left tackle. John Simpson is their left guard. Andre James is their center. Alex Leatherwood is their right guard. Brandon Parker is their right tackle. Our D-line, you know we have Casey Tuhill. We know we have James Smith-Williams. Shaka Tony. Shaka Ooh. Tony was there last week and made a heck of a play on Russell Wilson. Um, and then we have our linebackers. Cole Holcomb, Jamin Davis, and Landon Collins. Eric, run game. Who's got the advantage? Run game, question mark. That's what uh, the Raiders are saying right now because they don't <laughs> run the ball. There's no run. I mean, there's... There's no run game in, in Oakland. I mean, they're like 27th in the league. They don't even have a thousand yards rushing on the season. Uh, so yeah, probably half of that is Derek Carr scrambling. Um, so yeah, there's no run game in Oakland. So I give the edge to Washington there. Not that it matters because Oakland won't run the ball. <laughs> they absolutely refuse. And it's crazy yeah. because Josh Jacobs is a 73.9 PFF rating. He's a good running back, but for some curious reason, they just don't like to use that dude. I don't get it. It's kind of like Miles Sanders in Philadelphia. Very similar situation. Uh, Brian, who's got the edge? Ro no, uh, there, yeah. There, there's no question. Uh, we we do. Uh, for one, I think we're better. Even if they did want to run it, I don't think they could run it on us. Um, and they're not going to. Uh, I mean, Eric just said it. They're they're not interested in it. They want the passing yards uh, and the uh, the passing TD. So that's what they're going to focus on. So uh, I don't expect to see too much of uh, Josh Jacobs. I'm going with our guys. I feel like I'm going to do this all night, but it's so conditional for me. If they commit to the run with Jacobs, they could have success. Granted, we are a relatively good uh, run defense team, but I just because they're they're pass game is so multiple i think they could figure out ways to sneak the run in there and be effective with it but they're not going to they're just nope. going to throw the ball so yeah. advantage washington there all right let us flip the field washington has taylor heineke the raiders you know it's kind of a surprise because they have some relatively good defenders on their uh, side of the ball for defense i'll give you their secondary um, after I finish with our passing attack, we have Terry McLaurin. We have Curtis Samuel. Hopefully he came through that game okay and he's able to play. Um, we have, I think, Diami Brown made an appearance in the game. Uh, John Bates and Logan Thomas was back. That was good to see. That was very, very good to see. Who are we giving the edge to our passing offense versus their pass defense, Eric? Uh, their pass defense is not very good, so I give the uh... – yeah, we've got the weapons coming back. We've got Heineke playing very well right now. Uh, the Raiders are not a good pass defense, um, so advantage Washington. And it would help if I gave you who their defense was. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter who their defense is. Exactly. They can roll out yep. Ronnie Lott and Deion Sanders. They still are trash on defense. <laughs> they have Trey, uh, Trayvon Moore. They have Casey Hayward Jr., Jonathan Abram, and Nate Hobbs. Jonathan Abram... He was a very high draft pick uh, for a safety a few years ago. Was expected to be an impact player. He's a big hitter. I don't think. I think because of injuries, he's not had the impact that they have wanted him to have. Um, but he does have some talent. Brian, where are you going with this one? Oh, I'm going with uh, with Taylor Heineke and the crew. 
there's nothing that uh, the Raiders have on defense that uh, worries me, uh, and especially not in the secondary. The Raiders, for the last couple of years, if you look at their drafts, they've drafted nothing but like safeties and corners uh, is like half of their draft and then other players. And not one of them has worked out um, and not one of them will work out this Sunday either, because uh, I'm going with our guys. Uh, Terry's going to run right through and uh, over all of them. Hard to disagree with that, especially if Curtis Samuel goes. I think he might be one of the uh, big difference makers in this upcoming game. So I'm going to go with Washington there without much debate. I think I know where this one's going to go. The Russian attack. We have Antonio Gibson McKissick. We don't know if he'll be out of concussion protocol in time. If not, we do have Jarrett Patterson. Uh, we have our offensive line. He was just playing out of their minds right now. Uh, let's see. We have Eric Flowers at left guard, who has just been mauling dudes. Great to see. I, I don't know what it is about him playing in Washington, but dude just plays really, really well here, and I'm happy to see that. Um, we got Charles Leno. And, uh, you know, Brennan Sheriff, I think, was he's hurt and kind of ineffective. He had some holding penalties, things like that. But we do have him um, and the rest of the guys in the offensive line. Eric, where are we going versus their defense? They have Max Crosby on their defensive line. Did you know he's a 92.1 in PFF rating this year? I was. Yeah, possible? I don't get it. I don't even get it because every time I've seen him play, he hasn't even been that impressive. I have a fantasy team where it, it, we had defensive players and I had him and he's trash. He doesn't give me anything. So I don't know what he's doing. Maybe he's hitting the edge or something and letting other people tackle. But uh, that guy, every time I think of him, I think he's a tight end. Every time I hear his name, I don't know why. So that goes, that goes to say, but yeah, the rushing defense on the Raiders is not good at all. They actually, um, I've just pulled up their stats. They're actually 13th against the pass, but I think that's because everybody just runs on them. Yes. <laughs> because they're so bad. They're just bad against the run. And I don't, you know, unless something like there's an injury or something, I don't see how they stop the rushing attack that Washington has this week. Yeah, it's you hit it on the head for me. Um, you know, they they do have Yannick Ngakwe. He's you know he's he's okay. He's okay at this point in his career. KJ Wright is there. Casey Hayward. I talked about them before, but um, and they all kind of contribute. And the reason I bring up the secondary is because their secondary does play physical in the run. They're just not that effective at it. Um, Brian, who are you giving the edge to? Our run game versus our rush defense. Everybody say it with me. I love our offensive line. We will run over them, through them, around them. It, it doesn't matter. They can bring out who uh, Max or whatever uh, these guys' names are, Yannick Ngakwe. It won't matter. Uh, all of our backups are better than their starters when it comes to uh, the ground game. Um, Antonio Gibson, he needs another big day. A lot of carries. Um, you know, hopefully uh, Jared Patterson will get uh, get some run now uh, if McKissick uh, can't go. And uh, I, I don't see it uh, stopping. I don't see anybody on the Raiders who's equipped to handle what uh, is going to be coming for him. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much in solidarity with you there. Special teams wise, they have Daniel Carlson. They have uh, A.J. Cole as a punter. Hunter Renfro is their punt returner. Kenyon Drake is their kick returner. And uh, for us... Aside from Troy Apke, uh, we have Tress Way. We have Brian Johnson is our new kicker here. Uh, I think he was off the Bears practice squad. DeAndre Carter is our return man. Eric, special teams-wise, who is getting the edge this week? This is a tough one because, you know, I love me some Apke, but uh, we their kicker is really good. Um, 
So I, just because I don't know anything about our new kicker, other than that he's the lead singer of ACDC, um, I'm going to give a slight edge to the Raiders in special teams. Also because Rich Basaccia is a special teams coordinator as a head coach. Uh, and we had a field goal. We had an extra point block last week and it was not on the kicker. Uh, they were in the backfield. Um, so this wasn't a, uh, whatever that guy, Chris Blewett situation where they blocked it at the line, they were through. Um, so we, we had a couple lapses. Um, DeAndre Carter muffed a punt last week. Um, so I'm not trusting our special teams fully anymore. So I'm going to go with the Raiders this week. Heard not hearts, man. That's all it right. It does, man. Cause Troy Apke is, you know, and of course, Tressway is Got the greatest, yes. but, uh, yeah, I got to give it to the Raiders. All right, Brian, where you at with it? Yeah, no, this one is tough this week. Uh, Eric mentioned it. DeAndre Carter muffed a punt this week. He fumbled uh, last week. Uh, and then we got a brand-new kicker yet again. So we have no idea how he's going to react. Uh, the good thing is he's made eight of eight field goals this year. So when he has gotten a chance to kick field goals, he's made them. He's missed three extra points. So, uh, you know, that that that's, a, that's an issue too. So hopefully, um, you know, we can get that uh, – our special teams, uh, you know, uh, shored up and uh, guys aren't uh, busting through the line there to uh, to block anything. Um, uh, I'm still going to go with us. Uh, I think the whole unit has been playing well. We're still coming off a high of winning. Hopefully, uh, you know, all that kind of carries over and they can perform well. Um, I'm going with us. Yeah, I think I'm going to go uh, with us as well. I like Carter still in the return game, though I will say, and I kind of said this a few weeks ago, as he's improving as a receiver, he's regressing just a little bit in the return game. And I wonder if that's because he's focusing more on practice at receiver now and a little bit less in, on specials. Uh, the kicker situation is... is To that point you just made there, mm -hmm. um, DeAndre Carter, 66 snaps on offense. So um, I, I wonder if, uh, if they maybe kind of take some of those snaps away on offense. Maybe Cam Sims gets a few more. Maybe he uh, isn't uh, either so tired or, uh, you know, not focused on the return. Maybe that helps him there. But that's a lot. That, that's more than uh, what he had been some of the previous week. 66 snaps uh, was a lot for him. That's quite a bit. Absolutely. It's time for the Dax Milne redemption. Get that guy back on the field. Yeah. Going to make things happen. Let's do it. Uh, yeah. So, anyway, I think special teams are going to be relatively close. This, this isn't a huge advantage one way or the other. Both sides have the deficiencies. I think, though, um, the Raiders might make something happen in the return game this week, which I'm sad to say. But uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more in a second. Uh, Eric, how do you see this game shaking out? This is going to be an interesting game. Um, it's kind of the, the strategy for Washington is going to have to be something like uh, when Buster Douglas fought Mike Tyson, and that's just weather the initial storm. And if you can hang in when they come out and try to get hot and you can stick with them a little bit, they're going to slow down. I think their Super Bowl was last week. I think the, the national TV game on Thanksgiving, that big win to Dallas, uh, was a high for them. And I don't see them as the type of team that builds off of that. Um, so I think Washington will win this game. Uh, you're going to see a lot of long drives like you've seen in previous weeks, uh, which will help keep 
Oakland's offense off the field. But when Oakland's offense is on the field, they can strike quickly. So I can see this game being a somewhat high-scoring affair, and I'm going to give it to Washington, and we're going to go 30-24 to 24 Washington. Going big like I did last week, man. <laughs> yes, and we're going to go big because we're going to have one made field goal and one missed extra point. Oh, no. Giving us 30 points, four touchdowns, <laughs> a missed extra point, and a field goal. I like it. I like it. Brian, how do you see this one coming out, man? Uh, I see this one uh, being relatively easy. Uh, I see us winning from the start all the way through the fourth quarter. We Oof. can't do, though, what we did uh, in the, uh, with Seattle, though. We can't let them kind of get some confidence uh, in the in the first quarter or in the second quarter uh, because this uh, this is a team, if they get some confidence, they'll uh, they'll continue to be uh, invested and they'll play all four quarters. But uh, if you look at their uh, a couple of their losses, 32-13 uh, to Cincy, 41-14 to KC, 23-16 um, to New York. Like, if this team gets down, they check out. And that's what we need to do to them. We need to get on top of them, get up and run the ball and win. And don't look back. Don't give them the opportunity to uh, to gain some confidence because they get a couple of first downs or they get an early touchdown. So uh, 35-18 us. You know what? Uh, you are making some very good points in this and that their losses, They first of all, they played a heck of a schedule so far. I mean, you know, they the Ravens, to open the season was an instant classic game. They they won that game. They beat the Steelers. They beat the Dolphins. They lost to the Chargers. The Chargers beat us. The Chargers are a good team. They uh, they got destroyed by the Bears back when the Bears were playing decent. Their defense was playing really well at that point. Uh, they beat the Broncos. The Broncos beat us. They uh, They beat the Eagles. You know, we haven't played them yet. The Giants, is, we don't think they're very good. They did lose to them. That was a, certainly a slip-up. They lost to the Chiefs. There's really no shame in losing to the Chiefs. It's the way in which they lost that looks kind of bad because it was 41-14. Um, they lost to the Bengals. The Bengals are an explosive offense. Uh, and then, of course, they beat the Cowboys, who are a, uh, a good team, um, which, man, I hate saying that. But they seem to be so far this season, even though they're a little bit of a downslide. The point I'm trying to make is, if this were college football, the Raiders would have quality wins and they would have quality losses. They do have a couple of stinkers in there, but I don't think we should go into this feeling like we did with the Seahawks and that they're just a bad team. I, I am a little bit disappointed with the score for Monday night, Eric, as you said, because the team was so bad that we should have really done a number on them, which is why I have a hard time predicting that we're going to put up a lot of points against the Raiders. On top of that, if we win this game the way that we're supposed to, which is on the ground, you're not going to get the, you know, four or five touchdowns that you would get if you're chucking the ball all over the field. So um, my prediction is that the Raiders take this one. And I think it's going to be something like uh, 26 to 19. I'm going to go with the Raiders. Now, it's, it's going to be a game that goes down late into the quarter, the fourth quarter. And I think we'll see what happens. But I just, I feel like, number one, we didn't take care of business the way we should have in Seattle. I love what we did. Don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining about the victory. We just left some things on the field. And that concerns me because I think we still are. The next step for us as a team is really developing that killer instinct to really put teams away. We haven't done that yet. So Raiders, 
I think have enough on offense to overcome what we've done recently on defense. I still love the Washington football team, but I think the Raiders take this game. Uh, yeah, I know. Boo me. Boo me. Eric, any final thoughts? Get pressure on Derek Carr. Derek Carr has been known to fold under pressure when he's heavily pressured. He doesn't play well. Uh, that's how these two teams, that's how it went down the last time these two teams played. They were all over Derek Carr from the get-go, uh, and he stunk it up, and we need to see more of that this week. That's the key to winning. Pressure Derek Carr. Like and you pressured that. Derek Carr with more snaps for Shaka Tony. He had five snaps uh, this past game, and one was a tackle for a uh, loss on uh, um, Russell Wilson, and the other one was a sack. Uh, I mean, who's ever done more with five snaps than uh, than what he did? I mean, he had two big plays in, uh, in those five snaps. So, um, yeah, get out on Derek uh, Carr, get out on the Raiders, and then uh, put them away. But, uh, yeah, we certainly didn't do that uh, with the Seahawks. We gave them confidence. We let them kind of puff up their chest a little bit uh, at, uh, at the um, right before halftime with that uh, run back of the extra point. Um, we can't do that uh, against this team because they, they are explosive in the past game and they can put up uh, points on us quickly. But uh, if we put them away, I, I think this team is soft. I think they'll fold. I think the Raiders will fold. Yeah, and don't get conservative like we did in the second half, too. We got so conservative offensively in the third and fourth quarter. Yep. Just because yes. we were so reliant because we knew Seattle couldn't do anything. They just uh, – it was it was boring. That can't happen against Oakland. And I don't think it will because Oakland is way more dangerous on offense than Seattle. Yeah, I absolutely agree. All right. Uh, well, you know what? Off to Vegas. Uh, should be a good game. When, what, uh, what time do your guys' flights uh, out to Vegas? You guys uh, are going, right? Yeah, no, I'm not going. It sounds like fun, <laughs> but uh, not not big, going. Big fan of slot machines, I am, but no, no trip to Vegas. <laughs> Baby, I'll keep time. my money in my pocket. Thank you. <laughs> I only gamble on the stock market. Yes, you and me both. Hey, good luck to the Washington football team this week. Once again, check out the site. There will be some new blogs and uh, things up there. Have a good night. We'll see you on the other side of the Raiders game.